One of my favorite classes in college was a class called Philosophical Psychology. It sounds very complex. And we think of philosophy, we also often think of theories, but this had a very practical application to it. What I'm referring to is, in that class, it helped me understand the difference between, say, for example, a rock, which is an inanimate object, it has no intellect and will, doesn't feel, compare that to like a cow or a pig or some other animal, which has senses like we have, like to touch, smell, all those things. And then human beings, and the difference between the animals, and I'm making a very simple summary here, of course, between the animals and us is that we are given a free will, like the angels. And we have an immortal soul, like the angels. And I would discover how blessed I am we are as human beings to have a free will. When I was growing up, I was absolutely convinced that pigs and cows had free will because we try to get them up the loading chute and they would resist. So I was convinced they had a, re, um, a free will. It's actually built within their instincts to act a certain way. We too, of course, have certain instincts like to avoid danger, but we also have the capacity to overcome, even if it's a danger like evil, to still make the right choice and resist the evil. The difference between us as human beings and the angels is the angels have a superior intellect and they don't have a physical body like you and I. That's why we can't see the angels in the same way that I'm able to see you and you're able to see me. Why is it so important that we focus on the will? I want to focus on the will today because you and I have the opportunity, like the angels, to freely choose the good and to reject what is bad, unlike animals and rocks or grass. It's a great gift. But the great gift also has consequences. If we make good choices, God will ratify those good choices and we will be with him in heaven. In other words, if we reject evil and we choose the good, that is God's perfect plan for us and for the common good of all, we then are cooperating with God's plan. We are, if you will, empowered by God's grace, that is his supernatural help, to be able to attain the potential we have, which is so much more than just limited to human things. We are empowered with spiritual capacities like to love, which an animal is not able to do. An animal can show affection by rubbing up against us and it wants to be petted, for example, but that's very different than love, which seeks the good of the other. The call of the angels and the saints, of the angels and us as human beings, and human beings who chose ultimately to give their life to God, who are now saints, are those who say, God, I want to do your will. Today we celebrate Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. And God the Father entrusted to Jesus all things in the universe to have power over them. And God gave each of us a free will to cooperate with his plan or not to. Now the readings. 
In Samuel, we see the example how God had defined in Scripture in the Old Testament, this passage that's used from the book of Samuel, you shall shepherd my people Israel and shall be commander of Israel. And the elders seen that God was working powerfully through David. David was given extraordinary capacities that were beyond what was human at certain times, like, for example, when he battled Goliath, the very large, successful killer. But David's point was, the battle is the Lord's, meaning it is God who will win this victory, who will take down Goliath. Goliath was the representation of evil. All the angels, if I go back to them just for a moment, had the opportunity, because they were able to see and know things as they are, to have a one-time decision. Will you cooperate with God's perfect plan for all of creation, which includes our good and their good and God's perfect plan, or will you serve yourself? And the brightest and most gifted of all the angels of all God's creation was Lucifer. And Lucifer was to be, that word means, a light bearer. He was to bring the light of God's goodness into the world and to represent that truth and help people on the way to heaven. But he was given the choice. You can cooperate with this plan because he had a free will or you can reject my love, that is, God's love, and to love yourself, selfishness. And he chose himself. His response was, I will not serve. That is a defiance of the good and of God's love for him. And he chose, and God in turn gave him his choice, where he is perpetually in hell and has the capacity to cause hardship to us. All the other angels that chose to not serve God are demons. and They are working against us. You know the old image, of course, of the devil on the, right, or on the left shoulder and the good angel on the right shoulder. St. Michael, our guardian angel, all the angels that want to help us. We are in a spiritual battle. The good trying to help us to heaven. Evil trying to tempt us into doing that which is evil. To seek our own will and to have things our own way. And we see that manifest in the world we live in today. Where there is a rejection and defiance against the love of God. Including his word in the Old Testament. For example, taking the life of innocent human beings. When scripture in the Old Testament, the Ten Commandments is so clear, thou shalt not kill. It is defiance of God saying, I will choose for myself what I want to do and believe. And what happens as a consequence is the same thing that's happening amongst the relationship of all the demons. They're fighting against each other. They are filled with jealousy and anger and rage. And they want to cause the same hardship towards the other demons, including Lucifer, and all of us. 
All we need to do is reject them and their false temptations and lies and to choose the truth of how loved we are by God and all the good angels and the saints that want to help us. And that's why it's so important we surround ourselves with people who are helping us on the way to heaven. And we help other people see the spiritual battle that is happening in our very midst. Even in our own country, we see this happening so rapidly, where people are wanting to redefine marriage. God has already clearly communicated. It's one man and one woman, united in a covenant of love with full openness to God's plan for human life. Not a selfish choosing for oneself what one wants. I was on an airplane this last week, and next to a young person, I was asking all kinds of questions to learn what it's like, how the young people think. And she said, well, amongst my friend groups, I want to get married, but I don't want to have kids. I want to travel. I want to do my own thing. You can see how relativism sneaks in and is so apparently good. And yet we end our lives bankrupt of God's perfect plan. God was clear, be fertile and multiply. Be open to God's plan of life and what a gift it is to cooperate with that plan. We see other examples even within our own states and in other parts of the country, all kinds of ways of trying to redefine what is even known by natural law, how God made our bodies to be our good. And we should not take into our own hands and defy the dignity and the beauty of our human body that God has made in such a beautiful way and loves us unconditionally. But we have a free will, and so people can easily be convinced that everybody should be able to choose what they want. And it's in that we lose God's perfect plan for us. David, when he was open to God's grace, amazing things happened. When he chose evil, he fell, and there were consequences for that. But God is merciful, just like he is to us. The elders at the time cooperated with God's plan. And we, as Christian Catholics, are called to be light bearers of the truth of the gospel, the Old Testament and the New Testament, so that we can live in the fullness of life and fulfill the plan God has for each of us, which is so good. And we will be empowered with the supernatural graces to be able to do extraordinary things. And all we need to do is receive it and cooperate with that grace. And when we do, we have peace of mind and heart. We are not with the disposition, I will not serve, but rather we are like Jesus who said, I came to do the will of my heavenly Father. Jesus is for us the witness and example as the king of the universe. May he always be the king of our lives, where we humbly defer to what God has for us. May we be ennobled with the spiritual graces and blessings that God wants to give us so we can be light bearers of goodness and truth in the world, not to hide the goodness of God, 
but rather to let it radiate as God so desires. We heard in St. Paul's reading, it's referring to Jesus Christ. He delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son. He saved us. He saved us of the consequence of the disposition of Adam and Eve. I will not serve. I will choose for myself what is right and wrong. Let's pray for the grace to be open to the saving grace of God and to allow him to fill us with all good things so that God can do in us what he has done in the lives of the saints. And we can be here on earth and one day with him in heaven and helping others in that same way to enjoy the gift of the attainment of our potential as beloved sons and daughters of God with Jesus Christ as the King of the universe.